This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the mini episode of My Favorite Murder, your f- your family friendly podcast, short version, slow uh, cooking podcast. That's not family friendly. That is n- in no way. Fa- well, it's uh, about family. Yes. Yeah. If you have a cool older aunt that that's family friendly, she can be into it. Yeah. Uh, and this is the episode where you guys send us your stories. We just read them to you. Yeah. Uh, and listen, really I, I'm sure you're thinking, I wish I had a story to send in. You do, because we've asked for everything. So if you have a funny, weird story. Yeah, there's pretty much anything. Just think of the story that you tell if you are sitting in, say, a meeting and they go, go around the table and say the most interesting thing about yourself. You know, you can pull something out of yeah. that. And then if you tell it and the whole room is quiet and no one talks to you again, we want to hear it. That's our story. That's the one we want to hear. That's what you owe to us. You know what? Send us the stories of the time you told a really awkward, <laughs> weird story that you shouldn't have told. <laughs> tell us that story and the time you told it uncomfortably. Please. Great. Um, New topic. All right. I worked for a sex cult man. Mm. Lighthearted. Mm. And listen. Okay. A dude named Steven wrote this in. Stephen Stephen Bay Morris. <laughs> Stephen Ray Marie Morris instead of Marie Ray Morris. And listen, I didn't pick it because of how he how he did the introduction, but it helped. Oh, I love you Georgia, I love you so much. Hi Mimi. Oh. <laughs> Can you deal with that? And then cut to Mimi with her tiny mouth going like, mm, "I'm fine. Why do you want to know?" Get off my leg. <laughs> Maybe you the best. Maybe you peed on the bed three times while we were out of fucking town doing live shows this past weekend. Mimi, who will not have any of it ever. Yes. Say hi to her first and only. Only. Hi, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. I used to do tree work for a small family run aerobic. Arborist? Arborio Culture Company in Texas. They have to be fancy about it. If you're not hip to tree work, (laughs) and I'm not, whenever you see a bunch of dudes wearing high visibility shirts tied to the top of a tree and totally wailing on that tree with chainsaws, those are tree workers. They are all hungover. (laughs) No, yes! (laughs) It was okay work, but I had to quit because I hate the winter and kept almost cutting parts of my hands off. My boss was a gregarious middle-aged man with a few quirks, like how he was always drinking but rarely drunk. I think that one's just called having a sweet-ass time. Yeah. He claimed to be friends with the guys in Bauhaus. Oh. He wouldn't let his wife have a career. Uh-oh. <laughs> he spelled, so he's very German. Uh-huh. Yeah. He spelled his name backwards for no reason. Mm. Mm, don't get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was Bob. No. What if <laughs> Um, and he kept encouraging the guys on the crew to take showers back at the shop after work. Okay, here I see. we are. Here we go. Like he was, like he brought up taking showers all the time. <laughs> 
The warehouse wasn't even supposed to have showers in it, but my boss personally built them. Oh, no. He liked showers so much. No. I asked my foreman about the showers thing, and he told me that under no circumstances should I ever take a shower <laughs> at the warehouse because my boss was in a sex cult. I did a little snooping and the sex cult my boss was in was called Zendik Farm. It was started by Errol and Wolf, both fucking German names, right? Yeah. Zendik in the 60s as a hippie, hippified cultural revolution that mostly just sold bumper stickers at farmers markets and played psychedelic jam music. Okay. Their version of free love was to enforce a round robin style roster of sex partners so that by the end of the season, everyone was fucking everyone. I don't know why. No, I see it. I see the thinking. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then fuck that person. Just, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Do it. Just fuck. The compound my boss had lived in was in Bastrop, Texas, kind of by Austin. It was supposed to have a, have disbanded in 2013, but I went to a Labor Day party at my boss's house and all the sex cult guys were totally there. Ay. And they were totally still on board with the whole sex cult thing. <laughs> my boss got a few sodas in him and he started loudly insisting that everyone come out to the backyard and take a bath in a custom hot tub he had built. Oh my God. My wife and I went home, <laughs> but one of my coworkers took him up on it. He said it was nice, but not a very good hot tub. Don't make a hot tub. Because it sounds like it was probably a bathtub. Yeah. Uh, I work at a record store now. Store? A le store. I work German. at a record store now. <laughs> and sometimes people send us old Zendak Farm or, 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 or orchestra records. They're actually pretty fucking groovy. <laughs> Stay sexy and don't take a bath with your boss. <laughs> Steven in Texas. Steven! In Texas! Uh. Oh, I loved anything but learning about the inner lives of an arborist. Sex Come on. Arborist. Why couldn't I pronounce? I mean, why am I asking that? It's it's not really in our in our nomenclature. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bing, 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 bing. Hi, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> the first uh, email I have here, the subject line is, my dad is a cult lawyer. Oh, oh. fun. Okay. Hi, Georgia, Karen, Stephen, and Pets. So the other night I was listening to a podcast called Cults to Fall Asleep, and I listened to an old one about the 12 Tribes cult started by Elbert Spriggs. Have you listened to Cults? No. I'm I'm gonna now. Straight up listening to Cults now for my Thanksgiving drive. Thanks for the recommendation. Thanks so much, David. (laughs) I'll give you a little background because it's relevant. Okay. I was scared that when I first read this, that um, we had done the 12 tribes cult. And I was like, shit, don't, I have no memory of nope, this whatsoever. Don't remember that. Okay, I felt no. real scared and sad <laughs> and lonely. As Briggs started the cult in the late 1960s, he taught his followers that all other religions are satanic. I'm, I'm into that. Kind of true. <laughs> and that Satan must be beaten out of children oh. before they turn four. I'm off. I'm adult members. I'm not on board anymore. I that's sickening Mm -hmm. uh the community refuses all medical help so some children have died from the beatings jesus to make money spriggs opened up food stores called the yellow deli all over the country (gasps) which sounds oddly familiar Mm. um i'm thinking of the hello deli from david letterman's show forget it (laughs) it's just a rhyme it's not the same Can you tell I'm wearing my pajamas right now? Because I'm wearing my pajamas at George's house right now. It's tired today. It's tired outside today. It feels tired today. So excuse us. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. (laughs) Um, Okay. 
Members of the cult, including children, worked for free there at the Yellow Deli for up to 12 hours a day. Spriggs purchased single-family homes and would house up to 40 members in one home. No. The cult had so many allegations of child trafficking. Over time, the cult changed the names of its delis to shake the tail of the people who were catching on. All of this sounded oddly familiar to me. We have a bakery in the town where my dad's law firm is called the Blue Blinds Bakery. The people there are odd but friendly, and they dress really old-fashioned. I just thought the children that worked quietly in the back were their children. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because it's a, quote, family-run business, oh, end no. quote. Yikes. I had been going to this bakery with my dad since I was an infant, so I texted him about it. Turns out, not only does my dad know that the Blue Blinds Bakery is part of the 12 Tribes cult, but it gets worse. He's their commercial real estate lawyer. What? <laughs> and there's um, five full exclamation points after that. I agree with those. <laughs> he helps them buy and sell houses and bakeries to this day. No. He told me that three years ago they invited him to Thanksgiving. <gasps> And asked him if he had any young children. No. So much for you're in a cult. Call your dad. Yeah. SSDGM Hannah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's the best. Fuck. Very fuck. That's. <laughs> That's like, you know. What do you do then? What do you do? What do you do? That's your dad. Dad. Fucking shit up for people. Don't do that, dad. But, you know, all cults have to have, they have to have commercial real estate lawyers. <laughs> they have to have arms dealers. You know, cults, yeah. this is the business cults do. This guy's trying to make a living. As my dad always says, there's no shame in a paycheck <laughs> unless you're helping a sadistic fucking cult. A child beating, a cult yeah. that's based on child beating. Yes. You might want to look into but, pulling your yeah. your interests out of that. You might have some shame in that paycheck. There might be some shame, and there also might be uh, repercussions later. Hey. Uh, hey. Yes. From the business. You're, yeah. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is called My Close Encounter with a Murder Cult. Ooh. Hi, guys. You guys are my favorite. I started listening after my girlfriend recommended your podcast. She also reminded me that I have an interesting story to share, so I thought I'd share. Great. I was born in Venezuela. When I was seven, my family had been making arrangements to move to the U.S. One day I was hanging out with my cousin who lived two or three miles from my grandparents' house in a rural town in the middle of nowhere, Venezuela. (laughs) (laughs) They wrote it like it. It was dark. My aunt reluctantly let me ride back to my grandma's house. This was a usually fun ride, just a dirt road with nothing but vegetation on either side. I was enjoying the night noises. God, being outside alone as a kid at night. The best. Uh, And if you're far away from the city, if you're in nowhere Venezuela, I bet those stars are pretty rad. I bet. Yeah. Um, I was enjoying the night noises when all of a sudden there was complete silence. I could feel the tension in the air. Mm -mm. I looked around me and noticed I was being surrounded by a group of people holding candles. What? They were chanting something I couldn't understand. When they got close enough to touch me, I rode as fast as I could all the way to my grandma's house. Once I got there, I jumped off my bike, ran to my grandma, held her tight and just cried. She saw the fear in my eyes and just held me. That morning... A girl that was close to my same age was found dead in close proximity to where I had been that night. No. Next to her body, there were candles, black feathers, and animal blood. 
This was the first in a series of child murders that happened in similar fashion with candles and all the other items near the bodies. No one was ever charged for these murders. It still scares me to think of how close I was to being a sacrifice of a creepy cult that may still be in operation almost 20 years later. Holy shit. I would ask you guys to avoid riding a a bike at night in the middle of nowhere, but let's be honest, there's no way you do that. (laughs) You're too smart for that. So instead, stay sexy and don't get murdered. Thanks, Leo. Wow. I know. Oh, that's so creepy. It's creepy and so sad. And now I want to read all about it. But I I would like to say this. Thank you, Leo. Because the important point of that, it's like when we talk about being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You're enjoying the night noises. It means something when all the crickets stop making totally. noises. Like trust your weird little instincts. Yes. If you're, if the hair is going up on the back of your neck, it doesn't matter how normal people look yeah. or how normal the situation is. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Even like, yeah, just trust it. Totally. Oh, creepy. So close. Uh, the subject line of this is my roomie, the Mooney. Okay. <clears throat> awesome. Fun. Hello, Stephen, Karen, Georgia, and assorted pets. Great. Uh, I was listening to one of the old minisodes and I heard you guys mention the Moonies. My first college roommate and her family were and are Moonies or unificationists as they preferred to be referred to. Uh, it's like a religion. Uh, it's like a culty religion. Thing. It's a fucking straight up cult. Okay, great. But I think I that when you're that. in it, you're like, this is my religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, I, and if you, okay, I actually <laughs> learned a lot about the church, the first couple of years of college, 2013 to 2015. So this is recent. Yeah. Um, because she was and still is one of my closest friends. Her parents got married because they were personally, quote unquote, matched together mm. by the Reverend Sung Young Moon. Her dad was Jewish, but ended up converting to unificationism. Must have been one of those spaghetti dinners. LOL. <laughs> uh, I remember that. And his parents regularly sent people to try to unbrainwash him for the first couple of years, but to no avail. I'm pretty sure they ended up disowning him. One mm. of the big things in the church is that unmarried people were not allowed to date, but instead had to engage in a, quote, matching process. Mm. This meant you had to decide you wanted to get married and your parents, the church, would work together to find someone who also wanted to get married and they would, quote, unquote, match you. And the two of you would, quote, unquote, date. I know it really does. The two of you would date. And with the expectation that you would get married within a year or so. I mean, shit, dude. Like, half the fucking ladies I know are like, sign me the fuck and I'll eat spaghetti and get matched with someone. That's all I have to do? That's all I have to do. But here's the thing. That's all you want is your friends to... Like, the best dating option is someone saying, I have a friend you're really going to like. Yes. And not enough people fucking do that. Everyone get on that. It's all I do. I'm always wrong. That's true. But you try a lot. I try hard. You try with old... Uh, uh, old Miss Havisham over here <laughs> where George is always like, now, have you ever thought about what this? About? Where I'm like, I don't think of anything I'll be like, anymore. tell me your perfect person. And I'll be like, who do I know that's like that? Yeah. No, I'm there. She also likes to run scenarios if I do have a crush on somebody and I'll just say a dumb thing. Oh. Then she'll be like, here's what, what would happen if he walked in? Uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a party and then when he walks in, I'm going <laughs> to shove you really hard. You're going to clonk heads with him. Which at first, here's my problem. When we start to do that, I laugh and think it's funny. And then when the party starts right. I begin a slow yes. terrible panic and end up in the furthest back corner and I That's won't right. move and you can feel the heat coming off of Karen because of her embarrassment it's, when you mention it oh my god it's the best I can't I don't understand how people flirt genuinely and earnestly with other people I've never dated someone that I haven't like hit on when I met them 
cold turkey. I'm going to have to take your class. You just got to be, you got to act like, pretend, you have to like conjure someone. I conjured my mom. I love Janet. And I'm just like, what's up? I'm hot and you know it. <laughs> like, let's talk. What? You have to do it. You have to conjure someone, you know. <laughs> I just, the idea of it, I get, because as we said a million times, my flirting technique is furrow my brows. Yeah. And act like either I didn't hear what they said to me or I didn't like what they said to me and yeah. turn around. Yeah, let's walk away. I'm from the 90s. I it's bet very it works. unfair. I bet so many guys have crushes on you because of that. The problem is whether it works or not, I'll never know. <laughs> right. I'll never fucking know. That's tonight when I've been, I fucking walked into our friend Megan Gans's birthday party across the room. Shout out Megan Gans. Megan she Gans? also loves Endeavor. She's the best. Walked across the room, saw a fucking tall dude in a fucking uh, Ben Sherman shirt and was like, I'm going to talk to that motherfucker tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he and I made eye contact. He doesn't remember. And that, but he came over later and was like, hi, I'm Vince. And we just fucking hit it off immediately. Like, you so you just, were, you were giving the old Janet eye oh, across the room. So uh, then he yes. knew to come over. He, yes. Yes. And then he saw me talking to our friends and was like, came over. Yeah. You gotta. And then when you shake hands, you just like give it this little, little this like batty eyelash. You're fucking Jessica Rabbit. You're Jessica Rabbit. No, I am. That's not. who you're conjuring. Oh, okay, God. sorry. Cut all of this out. I love it. No, no, no. I love it, but I'm also now I'm sweating. I can feel your heat. I'm so. You know what it just is? Just pretend you're someone else for a minute. It's true. You know what? If I could wear sunglasses at night, I would do it. <laughs> Girl, they're called bangs and they work just as well. Here's the thing. You know what worked great for me huh. for so long? Your giant tits. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. When Georgia just said your giant tits to me, she also looked at me the way she was talking about looking at someone. You gave me a little downward eye. I, I looked at your tits. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had three wines. Listen, <laughs> look. We can listen. I'll do both. Okay, this is turning into it. <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard because being being a blackout drunk for all the time <laughs> where I should have been practicing all stuff like this, I think I was doing stuff like that. You I just practicing. don't remember. Yeah, great. That's like better because remembering it the next day is a horror right. show. So <laughs> you already did it. You're already there. You're practiced. Yeah. Listen, you're Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> Darling, and then I slap, <laughs> slap them across, them the, across face. the face. I'm going to start slapping cops and see if that works for Do me. It. Okay, sorry, go on. We're in the middle of an email right I now. I mean, this okay. is being recorded. I love that this is being recorded and distributed. <laughs> Steven, you do send these out, right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> so what if, okay, go ahead. Steven's <laughs> okay. our caretaker. Go on. We ended with the idea that basically you tell the head of your cult that you would also like to be married, okay, like great. your 1,000 friends. Match, ma so basically, so it all, this other person would like to be married. You meet. And my point was, imagine the moment of like having to walk through that door where you're looking at this person and any impression you have, you're also like, and I have to marry this person. Yeah. It's not even like, just go and have coffee. It's no big deal. Yeah. You have to marry them. Yeah. It's very high stakes. Very exciting. Pass. So next time you, you are in a bar, be like, well, at least I don't have to marry this person. I can go talk to whoever I want and I never have to speak to them again. It's not like it's the Moonies. That's what, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. There's it's no like it's the fucking Moonies. stakes. There's no stakes. Thank you, Georgia. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm good at this. Then you, okay. So then you had to go to a special mass ceremony. I've seen these on TV. Mm -hmm. In the 80s, they used to show it on the news like every six months. Right. It'd be like, the Reverend Moon had a yeah. ceremony for this unification church. And it was a huge room with literally a thousand or two thousand people 
all wearing the same shit, all getting married at the same time. Romantic. So insane. So romantic. I mean, romantic. Um, so then you'd have the mass ceremony to get married within the church, but afterward, you'd have to get a marriage license and get married in a courthouse to get those sweet, sweet tax oh, breaks. Oh, because it wasn't legal. Okay. Well, it wasn't necessarily real until got it, got it, got it. they got their certificate. Sure, sure, sure. They still had to do the, the government work is what mm. this person was saying. Both my roommate and another one of her siblings were involved with something called Generation Peace Academy after after high school. Good band name. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right? Yes. Basically, they spent a year traveling around the country and raising money for the church, which is which means they were raising money so that Reverend Moon could buy guns and ammo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, The magazine. And. And lived out of cars and had to learn to survive camping out in the wilderness. Pass. Hard pass. Fun. You lost me. Marry a stranger. I never knew all the fucked up shit that happened with the Moonies. I experienced them as regular people whose Christianity was just a little weirder than what I grew up with. (laughs) That's really open. Yeah, it's true. My former roommate. Well, because I bet her roommate was cool and she liked her. Totally. My former roommate and her siblings no longer believe in the teachings of Reverend Moon. But like her good sons and daughters pretend to for their parents. Aww, you don't ha- don't do that. Uh, though none of them are planning on getting matched. LOL. Stay sexy. And sometimes you can't call your dad because he's in the cult, too. <laughs> hey, amazing ending. Like that was a great bring back around. That was a profesh letter. That was great. Thank you so much. Letter K. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder and here's the important note that promo code is 
all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. That time I was almost recruited for a sex trafficking cult. Okay. And it starts, y'all. Y'all. About a month ago, my friend Lauren and I decided to meet up for a quick shopping trip and an ACI bowl. How do you say it? I think you did it right. ACI bowl at a nearby mall. This sounds like a very 16-year-old thing to say, but we're very much grown-ass women. (laughs) (laughs) While trying to enjoy our berry bowls outside, three women approached us. They were dressed very professionally and asked if they could ask us a question. We are both too polite, so we said yes. (laughs) I get it. Can we ask you a question? No. I know. But also, like, what are they going to fucking say next? You're just curious. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, One began to ask us random questions about if we had ever heard about God the Mother. She then proceeded to read some scripture that apparently alluded to God the Mother and was asking us more questions and sharing. We both had a kind of glazed over expressions. I kept eating, nodding, but not really listening. It seemed like she was trying to put a feminist spin on it, but it wasn't really landing. (laughs) After a while, she asked if we'd be interested in coming to a Bible study class to discuss it. We both very politely said no, then tried to jump back into our conversation, making it very clear we were done with the conversation. Then uh, they asked again if we'd like to uh, give our contact info for this study. And we said no. (laughs) That was my emphasis. But I'm imagining. That's how it absolutely would be. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) They eventually left. We rolled our eyes, but didn't give it another thought. Until today, all mm. caps. Mm. Lauren sent me a screenshot of a post she saw. It was a, it was warning women in Charlotte, where we, where we live, that there are well-dressed women approaching women at malls and outside shopping centers in the area, asking them to join Bible studies to talk about God the Mother. Uh. See, when we look this up to make sure it's not a creepypasta, <laughs> look up God of Mother in Charlotte. Okay. That these women are part of a sex traffic ring slash cult. It warned that they are approaching younger women. Why was I momentarily flattered when I read that part? <laughs> I'm 37. What's wrong with me? Look, we 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 take what we can get where we yeah. can get it. Lady. You, what's wrong with you is that you're our best friend. Yeah. Um, and that no matter what, 
Do not go with them. Do not say you want to go to the Bible study. Do not give them your contact info. We're all like, no shit. Yeah. Um, Many women started replying that they've seen them around town, spoken to them, and that as soon as the Bible study women see security or police, they scatter. I'm just like, all right. I mean, who among us? Same with skateboarders. So, I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One woman responded that she saw one of these ladies talking to a man in a blacked out van and left with him. Ooh. Um, it's one of those things where we aren't sure if it's a weird urban legend or what, but considering it just happened to us, we freaked out. And then we both said, all caps, we have to email our BFFs, Karen and Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we both are grateful for the love of true crime and MFM because it kept us from being too polite. Stay sexy and just keep eating your Aussie bowl, Kendra and Lauren. Yes, Kendra and Lauren. Good for you, girls. Very good work. Well, also, that's that thing. Uh, first of all, I was like, is this Nexium? I that was would- be that so too. exciting. Yeah. We're like, did you recognize anyone from Smallville in that conversation? <laughs> but that idea that people are fishing using women and, you know, some kind of like the, we're all together in this sisters. It, Her it, name's Ivanka Trump. Don't fucking fall, get, don't buy it. Get away. Get away. Run away. That's right. Um, Stephen, did you find it? So they're not sure the source. They said they've heard these reports of this group and the warnings. But, That's creepypasta. But they haven't. Like, they haven't been able to, like, track it down or confirm if it really is. They're telling us an experience they have. Yeah, why would they lie to us? Well, and also, just because they can't track it down doesn't mean it's not a creepy thing. Right. Yeah. So it stays. Any This stays. Steven, I swear to God, if you cut this, I'll fucking fire you. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new bit. Okay. The subject line of this uh, uh, hometown is, my uncle was in a tiger sanctuary cult. What? Yes, 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 and Give yes. Give it to me. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and various pets. I was hanging out with a bunch of friends recently, and we wanted to watch one of those Scientology recruitment videos for laughs. <laughs> well done. But one of my friends freaked out and refused to let us oh, watch it. Yeah, that's the coolest friend you've ever had. <laughs> oh, I bet that friend's a fucking... I don't want that video on my house. Uh, Jim, can mm. you calm down? Jim's like, dude, dude, it, no, it's not it's cool. It's not funny, man. The lukewarm response I got to, come on, it's not that big of a deal. Everyone's got an uncle who used to be in a cult, <gasps> made me start to think that this is not a universal experience <laughs> and that you guys might enjoy my family story. I love it. My mom's brother was working construction when he was brought in to work on some of the enclosures in the Oregon Tiger Sanctuary. The sanctuary is operated by the foundation. This is all like title caps. The Foundation for Meditative Studies, which is a group devoted to the teachings of Mafu, an ancient spiritual master channeled by Uh, the group's leader. Channeled by uh, the group's leader. Oh, he channels this ancient person? Right. Oh, sorry. The group's leader, Penny Torres. So I guess it's a woman who goes by the name Swami Parmananda. Sarah Swati. Well, I'm going to join. That sounds legit. <laughs> that Hear sounds me right out. to me. We're only halfway through. Okay. According to Mafu, they're all about love and awakening and joy and whatever. Sure. But according to, it literally says and whatever, but according <laughs> to my mom and a couple of forum posts from 2006, they ain't all that great. Apparently, after my uncle was done working on the tiger enclosures, he was told that he connected with those tigers so well <gasps> that he should stay on and help them and uh, stay on with them to help out. Uh-uh. I've seen a bunch of accusations online about the classic nasty cult stuff that they have had going on. 
um, that it's one big orgy. The leader is a super violent, is super violent to members and that they take all your money and stuff. But what I do know for sure is that they convinced my uncle that he was being manipulated by his whole family oh, no. and that he was finally free of their control once he joined up with Mafu. He apparently left some really awful voicemails while he was there accusing everyone of manipulating him mm. financially and emotionally and just accusing everyone of some really awful stuff. I don't know how he got out, but he did. And now he's in a band with his wife. <laughs> what the fuck? He's in a band with his wife and he grows pot money. <laughs> so it sounds like he's doing great. <laughs> sounds so Thanks. correct. Thanks for reading SSDGM Aaron. <laughs> wow. That Everyone was needs an uncle like that. An amazing journey. It was. Tiger cults. I love the idea of it's, it's kind of it, it's like um you finally find this belief, right? Something clicks in your life. Yeah. And you're like, that's it. Tigers. Yeah. I belong with tigers. That's right. They're right. They're I belong. That's right. Tiger orgies. This is me. Yeah. This is who I finally can be. Right. I've then been waiting just, for a thing my whole life. Yes. And I'm super pissed. Yeah. Now I'm going to start leaving angry voicemails right. so that people know that this is like, I'm going to burn every yeah, bridge yeah, yeah, in yeah. town. Yeah. Fuck. Send us your shit to my favorite murder at Gmail. Great batch, everybody. Good Great job. work. We Thank you so it. much. These are the best. Best. You write them and we read them. It's the best. It's the best. The best. Um, thank you so much. Thanks. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? Ah.